everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco. Thanks again for being a part of this journey. Bringing in a returning guest, Jeremy Kubicek, uh, episode 190 fame. So he's coming back on here. And I want to read a quick bio, and then we're going to jump into the interview. Jeremy is a powerful communicator, serial entrepreneur, and content builder. He creates content used by some of the largest companies around the globe, found in the books he has authored, The 100X Leader, Five Voices, Five Gears, and the national bestseller, Making Your Leadership Come Alive. His new book, The Peace Index, releases in the fall of 2022. Jeremy is the co-founder of Giant, a company that certifies coaches and consultants that serve companies and their employees. Jeremy has started over 20 companies while living in Oklahoma City, Moscow, Atlanta, and London. So without further ado, let's welcome back in Jeremy Kubacek. Jeremy, What's welcome. Up, yeah, man, good to have you back. Good to be back with you, bro. Yeah, man, How I'm, are ex- you? I'm excited. When your team reached out and I saw you're launching another book, I'm like, yeah, let's have you back on. This will be awesome to chat through. And um, especially too, because, you know, with, and, and I know with our past conversation, folks can listen in, um, you know, just talking about your journey and all the, the kind of obstacles and all the things that start these businesses you've done. But writing a book is a unique animal in itself. There's a, it's almost like starting a business, right? There, there's so many legs to it. There's so many, you know, uh, ups and downs and what have you. So um, anyways, why don't we do this if, if it's okay? Could you share just a brief overview of, of just what the book's about? And then we're going to jump into a lot of the avenues of it. Yeah. And even on top of that, uh, totally will. But what's interesting is that my publisher came to me and they said, can you write a book in 30 days? Because oh, wow. we need this book to be finished uh, to come out in the fall. They, they, had, um, I had talked to them about one of some of my content, and I have about, we have about seventy-five tools, and the tools we use for companies, many of them become books. Hmm. And they made this case. They said we think there's a need for peace in the world, and a like inner peace when there's no ex when there's un- external chaos. So they loved my concept called the peace index that hmm. we use. Um, and so, um, I, I said, uh, let me think about it. I'll get back to you, you know, over the weekend, I'm like 30 days, what in the world, when am I going to fit that in? So in May I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I wrote it in 18 days Wow. and finished it, gave it to them. Then we went through the editing process, which took another couple of months and I write all my books. I don't, they're not ghostwriting, but most of the authors have ghostwriters. Yeah. I write my books. And so, um, you know, it was a commitment. And so, um, so yeah, it didn't bring me a lot of peace <laughs> writing about peace, but I did. And, and it was actually really, really fun. And now I have a new system. I took my old system and I modified it. And now I feel like every book I'm going to write, I'm going to try to write in 30 days mm. if possible, because it's really, really powerful. Well, so what do you, let, let's, uh, double click on that a minute because that's that's intriguing. Um, it's kind of reminds me you know, it's when you when you said that, what clicked in my head is, I don't know if you never I, I ever talked about this, but you know my last children's book um, that I, I just pub- published recently, the magically magnificent mysterious mind. I did I wrote that because I did like a test in 2020. Every 30 every di- every month I was going to do like a different challenge, and one of them was writing a book, and it happened to be that book is what kind of came out mm-hmm. of it. So it's kind of interesting to put your pressure, the pressure on yourself mm-hmm. to get the work done. And it's amazing what totally. you can accomplish when you have those, um, you know, that clock running, if you will. Yeah. And it's, you know, 30,000 words. Um, and so, but the reality is it's in me. 
So, so for me, people always ask like, where do you get your ideas? I'm like, well, I practice them. It's my business. I I've used them and they work. So I've, I've been testing this concept. So let me tell you what the book is about for those who are listening. It's called the peace index. And it's basically how to conquer chaos and find fulfillment. And it's this process. It's a really simple process to control what you can control. And so if you think about what's been going on the last two years, global unrest, right? Pandemic, war, uh, chaos, uh, political unrest, inflation, uh, climate, is, um, just all of these things that have really put a lot of stress and pressure on people. Well, all of those things externally affect mental health. So what do you see? You see mental health going off the chain. You see um, there's a global sadness report that's like global sadness has increased to 28% where it was at 12%. Wow. <laughs> and all of these different things where people are being impacted and affected by the news cycles and the media and external. But here's the big aha is like maturity is the ability to have inner peace when there's no external peace. That's maturity. When you actually can be resilient, you can have resolve and um, control what you can control. So what I'm doing in the book is I'm giving five different um, areas of focus where you can figure out where there's no peace and why there's no peace. And can you control it or not control it? And then creating a game plan around those specific issues. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And oh, I like the, you know, sometimes you read books and there's like a million things and you're like, what is this actually about? So I think having a focused topic and like, hey, this is the point of it and here's some deliverable, actionable stuff is the books don't have to be, you know, 300,000 word war and peace type. I don't know how big war and peace is, but you know, like it doesn't have to be that big. And sometimes you know what's interesting is, and I've been in the publishing world for a long time. So, um, you know, I bought John Maxwell's assets years ago. I used to uh, own and run all of his books, worked with Pat Lencioni and Henry Cloud and all these other authors, helping them launch, helping them with book launches. And I've been involved with just a lot of book launches. And and I have my own system as well. And But there's a racket for those who want to know in publishing. And the racket is, is that they create a, a word count to get to a price point because they need 40,000 words gets to 25 to $30 book. Mm. 30,000 words is a $20 book. Uh, lower than that and your price goes down. So a lot of times they'll force people, their idea might only be 8,000 words, but right. they force them to 30,000 words. Uh-huh. So, Therefore, the hook of a book is usually in chapter two, three, or four. And if, so I read books differently. I actually get through and I find out what the hook is. And then I read the book and go, okay, that's the hook. Everything else is ancillary. And so I'll skim read some of the other components. Now, I'm saying that my actual hook in the book is chapter eight, which is really rare because it, it actually forces you to understand the concept and then this really, really practical finding out what where the lack of peace is and then creating a system to keep the peace. So for two years, I've been doing this. I've literally reframed my entire world because I realized that my emotions were getting, were, were getting out of hand. I was allowing stressors to affect me. So I had to create a system to manage my emotions every day. And it's been a two-year amazing journey and so I can share that system with you guys if you want, but that's chapter eight uh, is the hook in my, in my world. It's a little different. 
Well, what I guess my, my first question, I, I want to go obviously get into some stuff with the book writing because I'm intrigued there. But while we're on this point, how do here's always the, the, the question. Maybe this is I don't think it's just myself. I think what a lot of us have is how did you come to the realization that the emotions were affecting you? Like, how long was that process to realize, wait, there's a problem here? Yeah, so I um, I have a tool called Know Yourself to Lead Yourself that we created. When I say I, it's our team, we, myself and Steve Cochran, my business partner, we created this tool. And the, the tool is basically this idea that all of us have tendencies. And tendencies have patterns. So like, I'm going to give you an example, um, and I'll be vulnerable here. I have a tendency to exaggerate based on my personality. Okay, that's a tendency. Okay? Doesn't mean I do it all the time. I just have a tendency to do that because I love to tell stories and I love to. So I, when do I do it and why do I do it? My patterns. Well, I do it to try to prove myself or try to win an argument, right? Okay. So what will I do? Well, I'll have a tendency. What's my action? I'll add three or add five or what have you. Then what are the consequences of that? Well, Brian might go, are you telling a lie? Is this a lie? Is this real? And then what's the reality is you might have distance. You're like, yeah, I can't trust what he says mm -hmm. when it's all just a base level exaggeration. Now I'm, I'm giving you something I've worked on forever. Well, I've known that about myself from a long, a long time, but I used this little tool and I figured out I have 29 tendencies. I have, I overshare, I can be irrational. I can, and I went through and I realized like we all have it. We all have broccoli in our teeth. We all have issues. So I don't see them as weakness anymore. I actually see them as challenges. And so I've taken those tendencies and now I've created a formula. So one of my tendencies was, um, to answer your question, was I can get emotionally, um, uh, I can exaggerate emotions. And I was like getting frustrated. And then my wife, two weeks in, I blow up at something and it was the straw that broke the camel's back. And so I realized what was going on, that I have a pattern to collect emotional stuff and I let it simmer and then it simmers and it gets bigger and boils over and then it blows up and I'm kind of, a, I'd be a Hulk, but my wife would be the one who would hear it yeah. and I'm frustrated and all these things. And I, I realized that if the peace index was one of the tools I used because the peace index helped me manage my emotions so that other people don't have to manage my emotions. Wow. And that's a key concept. Yeah. Can you manage your own emotions so that I don't have to manage your emotions for you yeah. or with you? And that's what started to happen for me. I started to realize I needed to do this every day. I needed a daily system. So I released that pressure. And so I created a system. I have a morning routine, I have a 5.30 routine, I have an evening routine. It's just now clockwork, it just happens. And it's what it's done is it's allowed me to keep a peace level where I'm more consistent. I don't let the externals affect me as much as maybe I did before. Is my assumption that when you would, to use your words, become the Hulk, um, that wasn't necessarily what stemmed the initial like when you were building this up it might have been totally different stuff it's just something tipped eventually tipped the scale in the wrong direction right well it would happen every two weeks every two to four weeks i would have this pattern and i just started noticing the patterns 
like, well, why do I let this happen? Why? And I'm like, well, because I let it build up. Well, what am I letting build up? And I kind of played detective on myself and I worked backwards. What's the reality here? And what are the consequences? And what are my actions? So the definition of insanity, doing the same things over and over, expecting different results. So I'm like, what if I changed my actions? What if I didn't exaggerate? What if I dealt with my emotions on a daily basis? So that's what I started to do. So I started to figure out uh, every day at 5.30 p.m. I call it the examine. It was a Loyola Jesuit um, who built this system called the examine. I modified it for me. And it's what I do on the, on the way home from work is I, I think I start with what am I thankful for today? Like, what am I grateful for? And I'm like, man, I had such a great meeting with so-and-so, or that was such a cool moment. And I might text someone, hey, thanks for that. I really appreciate that. So it's kind of a gratitude review. It's a positive celebration of the day. Then I get into the next section, which is, um, where was I off today? What was going on? Why was I mad at Brian? What happened there? Why was I frustrated? And I focus on me. What was my thing? Not them, but me. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it, it is them, but I've started with me first. And so what I did is that process right there allowed me to start understanding my tendencies more. Like I'll tell you one that happened recently. I have one of my, I'm, a, I'm the executive chairman, founder of our companies. We have a lot of employees that, that don't know me as well because I'm not the CEO anymore of one of my businesses. And then I'm starting multiple other businesses and I'm a partner. I have like seven companies I'm involved in. And um, one of them, I felt like they just weren't honoring of the past and honoring me and kind of, it was almost like, who are you again, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I created the content. This is my business for 20 something years. And, and so I, I took that moment and in the past I would let that simmer and then I would keep a record of wrongs to that person, mm-hmm. not meaning to, it just would happen. Now what I did is I just stop and go, okay, hang on. They're a thinker. I'm a feeler. They're, did they were they really saying that and i realized they really weren't saying that they really didn't have much time and it was the way they said it and i'm like give them grace yeah relax so i i literally like wrote that down and like tore it up and threw it in the trash i'm like i'm good i'm great and then the next day i went to that person and i just intentionally was like hey how you doing I know you didn't have much time yesterday. Just wanted to tell you thanks for being on the team. Everything going well. And we had the greatest conversations. And I realized my feelings were off. They did honor me. They were appreciative. They just, so my point is that I allowed that, that drive time. All this happens in like seven to 10 minutes. I allowed myself to catch myself and lead myself, which led to a deeper level of peace. Because now it's not controlling me the way it controlled before. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and what it sounds like is like you're not letting your ego get in the way where maybe in the past ego was like, like to that example, like, oh, who is this person not thinking? They don't know who I am. You know, like you can, right. you can really let our ego get in the way and, uh, and ultimately, yeah, control, control us in terms of a wrong way, you know? Because most of life is, it's a series of actions and reactions, mm-hmm. So we have, we act, someone else reacts, we act off how, what they reacted. And then we create these like battles and these frustrations. And 
And then a lot of people have these reputations and like, yeah, you don't want to be around Larry. Uh, he's a, well, no, Larry just got in a cycle because he didn't deal with himself. He didn't lead himself. So the idea of know yourself to lead yourself mm-hmm. is a key component. Yeah. So the peace index is basically helps people to see where is there no peace and why is there no peace and what do you need to do about it first? Yeah. And then, and then if there are other people who are narcissists or how do you put barriers up and how do you keep them? And so I basically break down five circles of in the, the five framework of a peace index is purpose, people, place, personal health and provision, which are earnings, um, you know, what, how good do you feel? And the, the idea is getting specific, not generic. Um, I have so much of my counsel, you know, I, I currently, I, um, we, I certify coaches and consultants around, we have about 850 uh, in our giant world. Mm-hmm. I though still coach a few people. And so I work with a governor. I work with an athletic director of a power five. I work for a head coach. I coach a head coach of a power five college athletics. I coach a DHS director. Um, I do some the stressful jobs. And what I teach them a lot is you're going generic, be specific. Mm-hmm. So any generic frustration can't get solved. Specifics can't get solved. Like, oh, I wish the people would dot, dot, dot. I wish they wouldn't versus no 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 what's specifically happening yeah the specific issue is oh you know what um you're in you're not personally healthy right now because you're not taking care of your body which makes you feel bad about yourself which then makes you show up to people as an insecure person which causes a reaction see what i mean yeah yeah and there's and so I, i help them solve what is it um, so that's an example of what's what the, the peace index does. It helps you assess. And the idea is that we have a number over our head. Each of us have a number and it's a circle. It's like a number. It's 67 and 82 by 91. And we're only as good as our weakest area. It might be like kids. Mm. You're, you're only as good as your weakest kid. And it, one of your children might be off or having an issue. Well, that affects your peace. So your number might be lower and people think it's you at work. It has nothing to do with work. It has to do with your child. Mm. So wouldn't it be helpful if you had a framework and language where you could actually ask someone, where's your peace index? Where are you at right now? I'm at 85. Um, you, you add up all five of the numbers and divide by five and you figure out, man, our place is off. Like, I think we should move. Or we need to redecorate. Are we gonna add our? We're gonna make our backyard a little bit of a respite. You know, that was a really cool space. Those are examples. Yeah, I think. Well, and you know what's what's crazy when you're talking about that is it, it remind? I mean, so like for the just get started for this mission, this kind of my north star. You know, my motto is basically: you only discover happiness once you discover yourself. Like you have to look inward. And I, and I, and part of that was born. It's kind of funny. You mentioned some of that was like similar struggles I had growing up and, and well into adulthood of like always pointing fingers, always blame. It's someone else's fault. It's someone, someone else got a break. Someone else did this or that. And then once I realized, no, Brian, it's you right. stop, you know, stop, you know, kind of covering up the BS. Like, let's look at yourself and realize how can you change? You can't worry about other people in time. Certainly you can choose maybe new friends or whatever, 
but let's focus on how do you get better. So I, I love the, the framework of this because I think we all need a way to, the reflection's the same, right? We can, we can carve it up a million ways, but if we don't even know how to start and don't know some areas to look at, it's hard, to your point, you can't get specific. It's just like, ah, I don't, I, I, I feel pissed off today. Okay, yeah. well, how do you solve it if you don't know what the problem and, area is? And the issue is like, so for me now, I actually like dissatisfaction. So I'm dissatisfied. I'm giving an example. I'm dissatisfied because I don't have a system for my speaking mm -hmm. that I want it to be. Um, I have had in the past, but we've grown and our business has changed. And so I don't have a speaking system for new leads the way that I want. Mm. Well, in the past, what I've had a tendency to do is to kind of generalize and hint at our team. You know, I wish we, why can't we other people do? And now I've gotten specific. I'm like, okay, dissatisfaction. Well, if my dissatisfaction is higher than than my vision for what I want, mm -hmm. I'll be hopeless. There's hopelessness. There's a gap there. So I have to move my vision up. Well, what is it I really want? Um, I want to encourage people. I want to speak more. I've got 50 dates a year. I've got about 30 that I currently do. So I need 20 more dates a year. That I, So my vision is here. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do? So now my dissatisfaction doesn't have control over me anymore. Mm. My dissatisfaction actually leads to action. So my dissatisfaction leads to this is what I want. How do I do it? Now I'm at peace mm. because I actually have a peace plan. I have a plan to get that done, which actually leads me to more peace in that area. Yeah. yeah Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's Well, you know what's so funny is uh, you ever play Madden? You ever play Madden football? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, it reminds me of the yeah. ratings, you know, like, because you're like, oh, this receiver's got 99 mm -hmm. agility, but his hands are horrible. Like, that's great. He's got to be able to catch the ball before he can make the moves, you know? So it's like, it's, it's, I like, though, the rating scale because you have to, if you can kind of understand, all right, not that you want to keep building your strengths, but ultimately, if, if a weakness is like an anchor that's anchoring you down, you need to at least address it. Because I think, we all have a tendency, I don't know if you agree with this, like, I think we all have a tendency to just focus on our strengths because that's what we're good at. And ultimately, you know, kind of going back to that begin, being a beginner learner again, understanding, okay, why am I weak in this area? And being okay with kind of tripping over ourselves, failing, yeah. not knowing it, ultimately that helps us expose, you know, and, and get better. Well, in the book, I actually have a process to help you figure out what your driver is. Which one is most important to you? Is it people? Is it purpose? Is it any of the others? And once you figure out what it is, then you put you focus energy there because then you'll look at your lowest. What's your lowest level? Well, that's an anchor. It's holding you back. So that lowest level is a situation you need to affect. And then you go, can I control it? Can I not control it? But to your point, like, I strength finders. I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I like strength finders. I'm strategic. I like a little bit of woo. I have all these pieces of me. Like I know what my strengths are, but to your point, if I don't know what my weaknesses are, then those, or if I don't deal with them holistically, so I'm a believer in both. You have to know what your strengths are and you need to know where your, where your Achilles heel is. Yeah. You have to know what your tendencies are. So if you know your tendencies, you can know yourself and lead yourself because if you lead yourself and people see that you're working on your weakness, then they'll respect you. Um, whereas a lot of people who <laughs> I'll never forget one of the guys was like, man, I'm about woo. That's my deal. I just focus all on my strength. And I'm like, 
The problem is no one likes you. So even though you know your strengths, none of us want to work with those strengths. Yeah. So we we put you over here in the corner and work around you, right? So for again, the the journey that I'm on with the peace index. Um, my journey is like I'm helping people to mature, to actually um, grow their inner peace when there is no external peace and deal with chaos. And when they can deal with chaos, then they can start seeing real change happen. And real change is so fun because now you get people going, you know what? My peace index is a steady 85. Great. So it's steady. It's moving in the right direction. Um, but instead of the drama, uh, because people who get swept up in chaos are the ones who usually cause chaos. And so my peace plan for the world is to get people to become at peace so that they spread peace versus the chaotic nature of what's happening and just the rampant nature of news, media, discord, frustration, anger, blah, 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 blah. So that's what I'm super excited about. This, the Peace Index launches October 4th. Um, it's got a course available with it too. But you know what I'm really after is just I want people to use it uh, practically. And it's new language. It's a tool. It's a system of series of tools where it can actually change the dynamic of your family or your team or yourself. And and that's kind of the the goal. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, I'm, I'm glad you're on that mission. And uh that you're sharing it with, with the world. Um, I, I want to ask you if we can just for a little bit. So speaking about changing and evolving and all that stuff. So you mentioned this, this book is a new approach you took to writing than you had before. So I, I'm curious, you've been, you're told, well, you know, you have to write this in 30 days. You're like, okay, great. I'm going to do it. What did day one look like of that new approach? Um, it's, so I have a system, everyone, lots of different systems. The system I use, I didn't get it from, I didn't buy it. Like I created it. I took a little bit of this, you know, I watched John Maxwell and how he would do it. I watched um, Henry Cloud. I watched other people. And then I did it for myself. My first book took me nine months to write. And then the second book was like six and then three, so I got it three months now, 30 days. And I realized it's all about the outline. It, the outline for me, it says it, it says everything. Cause now what I do is I, I anchor the big ideas and then I fill in all my little ideas, the sub points inside of it. And then I, I had this mental visual of buoys in the water. I swim to the next buoy. Mm. So it's like a series of intros and outros. And then I, I layer in stories, um, appropriately. So a mix of visual tools, a mix of narrative and mix of story and then setting up and kind of creating some conflict to go, ta-da, here's the big idea. Where are you at? Um, and, you know, in some cases, I try to add some humor and some fun into it because I'm, but it's a non-fiction book, right? So it's kind of like, how do you create this idea and facts and make it sticky enough? Mm -hmm. But the idea would be, I want you to, I want people to swing to the next thought very easily. So in 18 days, it literally was just in me. Uh, I have three more books to write. I have a four book deal in three years. So I have three more books that, that I'm writing. I'm struggling with the next one because I have five log jammed in my head right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, this way, this way, this way. Because I have 25 books in me. About 15 of them, I think, are 
really, really strong. And so I'm trying to now pick the, the next one out of five options. And so I'm overthinking it, to, to be honest. But I also am writing, what does our organization need versus what I want to say to the world? And I've got really fun thoughts that are just original and unique. Um, so I'm rambling. No, no, no. That, well, it's good to know. I'll, we'll bring you back on for the next one. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so 18 days you wrote this. What did, how long did the outline take? So you did the outline, which was the bulk of it before you kind of got in the deep. How, how, how was that? I'm just more curious, like the, the time you the sat down. 18 days? Yeah. Actually, I, I wrote it inside of 18 days. It wasn't 18 days solid. Okay. So like I, I figured out, meaning it's like sometimes it was just the evening of that day. So it'd be interesting to see how many hours I put in. But I figured out that I write um, three hours in a night if I know what I'm writing about. I can write three hours in a night. I can write 5,000. I'm sorry. I can write 3,000 words in a night. I can write 5,000 words in a day. Okay. To get to 30,000 word book, I need 50,000 words to call it back to 30,000. Mm -hmm. Once the editing has gone through and all that. That's what I used to think. It's probably now I'm writing 10,000 words more, which is like two writing days. So if you think about 18 days, I, I'm literally fitting in 30,000 words in 18 days. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the way that I work. So I work backwards off the deadline, set my deadline, got my outline, set my sub chapters, and then I start putting all my stories. So I'm teeing up, I'm emailing stories and go, hey, Brian, remember that one time we said, can I use you for a story? Be thinking about, and I'll mm -hmm. tee you up. Then I'll circle back around you. I'll interview you. I'll pull it. I'll so I'm collecting all of that in oh, okay. this crazy system that's on whiteboards, on loose pieces of paper. It's on my remarkable tablet. It's on any place I can write notes. And I can't read anything else during that time period. And I can't get distracted by reading other books. So I'm literally, except for historical fiction, I'll read his, historical fiction about World War II or Revolutionary War. That gets my mind out and kind of resting, but that's, that's the journey and that's what I've done. And so, um, you know, the next one I'm, I have three outlines going on right now and I'm trying to figure out which one. And then I get a Wiley, my publisher and they're, they're giving me their opinion. So they've, they've taken out of my five, I'm down to three, uh, possible books for the next one. But anyway, that's that's kind of the way that, that I work. Uh, and, and I'm also trying to figure out the timing of life. Like, where are we? Well, peace is a big, it's going to be a good topic yeah. for this season that we're in. So anyway. When you're doing, do you, like you mentioned the outlines that you're, and again, it reminds me because I probably have like my notes app has probably 50 different tabs on it with, you know, I've come up with something, put it in that one. Is that kind of how that's you it. work? It's like you're just throwing random stuff in for now. and That's where I start. And then um, for those of you, um, you may show you one. Um, should, you have to, we have time if I show you what one of my screens. Yeah, looks like. I think I think. Hold on, it's real time. So I, can you share? It, yeah, I'll share. I'll show you what. You. Let me see if it allows you. There you go. You should be able to share. So yeah, so this is my piece book. Okay, so this is the 
the peace index. I just call it peace book before I had a title. Okay. And what I do is I just literally kind of created an outline. And so if I look at my date modified, you can see where it kind of started off. So for folks listening in, this is just a, it's basically like a a folder on your computer and there's like a million word documents uh, with different labels on them. That's right. And so I start working on like the outline and I was like, uh, I have a connection with Kevin Costner. I was like, can I get Kevin Costner to write the forward? It didn't work out. So, um, Good tr- a, hey, valiant effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who says we can't, right? So, my chapters they started like this everyone has a number, purpose, people, place, personal health, provision. Okay. And then and I start filling in all the little sub chapters, right? So, that's kind of where it started. And then it ended um, very, very differently. Um, you know, it, it, I basically have my, my first chapter, I had my intro. And this is actually what it looks like um, when it's gone to, um, you know, the editors and they start asking questions. And so for those who are, I'm just pulling up a document and showing, you know, without in, internal peace, there will never be external peace. And the question is, should this be a poll quote? So now you're getting into the, the real specifics, things to decrease, graphics to put in, so on and so forth. So the complexities of a book to get your thought. That's why most people go, I want to write a book someday. I've written six and I've got four more, three more after this one. And then I've got another blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, it's a commitment, but you have to build a system. Mm -hmm. And most people don't do it because they don't have a system. And then with, with real truly books, it's really about marketing. It's the idea is one piece of it. Your brand is another piece of it, but the marketing with your brand is the biggest part of it. So um, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm out going, hey, this is a message of peace without it being weird um, or a taboo. It's like a real practical message of how to increase your peace level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the marketing piece, that's a, that'd be a curious conversation to have maybe another time is like, that's where I struggle with, with even the children's books and some of the other books I'm writing. It's like, you get to the what you think is the finish line of launch, but that's really just the starting block. <laughs> and then there's so much after that. So I, I think you learn that, you know. I had to settle, Brian, um, finally to go there. It's a game. Play the game. It's okay. Play the game. Yeah. And I was kind of was pushing against it. Well, just play the game. It's it's uh you have to play the game of Amazon. Yeah. You have to play the game of of asking people. You have to play the game of influencers and book launches and you know blah 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 and bulk buys all those kind of deals so once you figure those out too they become a system everything can become a system if you do it well and that's where you know i've started 29 companies and i'm creating systems i've sold a lot most you know all of them uh, over time where a few were shuttered you know didn't make it but um I start a company with an idea, I create the infrastructure, have the technology, I build it. So it's like the idea of you need, um, you need a, a hustler, you need a hustle, uh, you need someone who's got the tech component, you need, you know, it's all these little pieces. So it's whatever the dissatisfaction is, put a system around it. And, and now and then put vision, and make the vision drive it. And that's, what I've done to just get started. That's what I've done to start voraciously enterprises and new businesses. 
And so um, anyway. Well, let me ask you this when, and, and maybe this will kind of a final thought for us today. When people are thinking of creating systems, is there any encouragement on how to start? Like, is that just looking at their, their, their life and saying, okay, here's kind of how, here's the things that work well, try to build it like that. Like, is there a certain guidepost that you give? Yeah. I think the easiest thing I did this yesterday with a, a friend who was just needing some help. Um, I had him a roadmap. We, we drew on a whiteboard roadmap and he's in the financial planning world and he was just talking about some frustrations. And I took again, general frustrations to specific issues. And I said, hey, let's just break down your business real fast. Who's your client? Who do you want? How many do you have? Right, put them over here. And then we just went through, okay, well, we have to, they have to hear about you, marketing. Mm-hmm. Then you close and sell them. And then you onboard them. Mm-hmm. And then there's the operating system, like the, you know, the tech and the, the, the management of money. But then there's also the people system of managing them. And then they have referrals to more of these people right? Is there anything else you'd add? And he's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, so I go, so what's not working? Well, we need more of, okay. So where is it in the system? Mm. And then he realized he didn't, he had two holes. He didn't have a person over one segment. And then he also hadn't done enough homework on who his client really was. Mm. So he realized he was just taking everybody instead of focusing on his ideal client. So my point is, Roadmapping everything. Well, what's not working? We'll roadmap it. I wish we had, I wish I had a speaking manager. Okay, well, what's, you know what it comes down to? It comes down to me taking the time to write a job description and the pain of trying to find that person. <laughs> and that's keeping me dissatisfied. Well, my vision, I need to elevate my vision. So the vision dictates that that dissatisfaction doesn't stay. So, Oh, Jeremy, this is awesome, man. Um, we're, so the book comes out October 4th, and maybe by the time this episode launches, it's already out. Are you doing anything fun for launch? Any fun activities or ways you're getting yeah, out there? So we're doing a, a peace summit. So here's the deal. If anyone listening, if you want to do a peace summit, um, what it is is I'm creating a keynote. Um, it's, it's, I'm actually filming it in a couple weeks. And that keynote would be free to use for your team if you buy a number of books. So if you buy 50 books, you get the keynote that goes with it and you can provide it for your company or your team. And that's a fun way, it's called the Peace Summit. We're basically having these summits all around the, the world and that people would buy books and then bring it in. And so instead of paying me uh, to come in or do live, you can do it with video and have the books available. So those are some things I'm doing. Um, and I've got a bunch of other little bundles um, that if you know if you buy twenty here and this and that, those are all at the thepeaceindexbook.com. So thepeaceindexbook.com is the launch site for that. And so those are those are some fun things. And anywhere else people can say hello to you if they want online. Anywhere else you're you're yeah, yeah, spending yeah. time so these days. It's it's my my name. Obviously, it's hard to spell Jeremy Kubitschek. Maybe you can put it in the show notes, but it's. It's jeremykubitschek.com. And uh, so those are, uh, those are places you can find me. You can always find me at giantworldwide.com. So there's a number of different places that I'll, I'll send it to you in the chat so you have those available to you. Yeah, perfect. 
yeah, and I'll, I'll make sure I share all that in the uh, the show notes. And and I do encourage everyone to go back, if they've enjoyed this episode, go listen to episode 190 you're on as well, because I know we had a deep discussion around the, the beginning of your journey and uh, and how you got started. So that was fun as well. So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming back on. I'm glad yeah, you, Brian, uh, you're, see you, you're man. moving this forward, and I uh, appreciate your time again. Thanks for sharing it with the audience. You're the man. See you, buddy. Hey everyone, and just one more quick thing before you head off on your day. If you're enjoying this podcast and are looking for other resources and tools to help you get started and move forward toward a happier and more fulfilling life, then I'd encourage you to head over to my website, brianandraco.com, and hit the subscribe button in the upper right corner. There you can find my newsletter and blog subscriptions, where I share insights and information around getting unstuck, perspective, mindset, relationships, habits, and much more. If you get a chance to sign up, I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for listening in and have a phenomenal day.